0: Guys, welcome back to a bite of D anD D, the podcast that adds flavor to your games and campaigns. I am Zach, and across the state from me is my co-host Micah. Hey, and today we're going to be talking about the unearthed Arcana article from a while back on the Elv Iladrin. But before we do that, um, I just wanted to. Typically, we don't do plugs. Of any sort, we don't talk about anything other than what you guys came here for, which is your bite of D and d for the week. but we've been seeing really a what we would call an explosion of growth in listens and in subscribers and um, we're not sure exactly what caused that, but we just want to express to you guys that we really appreciate you getting the word out and for those of you that stumbled upon us, we really appreciate you hanging around. That means a lot to us, and it it gets us excited about getting you more and more content moving forward. Do you have anything to add?
1: No, just uh, it really did come out of nowhere. The only thing I can think of is another review did pop up for us on iTunes, which again, we don't really promote or plug, but it does go a long way to helping. Our numbers aren't huge compared to some of the other guys, but for what we've had, it's a huge percentage growth and a lot more consistent uh, listens. So appreciate everything you guys have done in helping us succeed and just be more excited about it. I mean, we do this because we like it, not because we're, necessarily aiming for anything but it it is exciting to see that growth
0: do you want to give them uh maybe a little teaser for something that we're working on so yeah um we're going to be branching out into some other content
1: besides podcasts maybe something you can actually get your hands on not from a merch standpoint from a gameplay standpoint and we're going to be working on some DD samplers uh so kind of sticking with our theme of Bite size content. And I think we should have that prepared for the next book release with uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the goal. Is sometime end of August, first part of September, we'll be releasing something for free or for pay as you want, something like that on the DMs Guild that will have maybe some player options and definitely some resources for DMs out there who are in a getting ready to take on the urban setting. Yep. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we might tease a little bit more in the coming weeks. But for now, we just want to say thank you again. And let's get to talking about some Eladrin.
1: Yeah. So Zach mentioned we're going to be going over the Unearthed Arcana, but we're also going to be sprinkling in some stuff from the background information, the lore for them, from Mordenkainen's uh, Tome of Foes. There's a lot of good nuggets kind of buried in within the rest of the elf information that's not necessarily necessarily a part of those subrace stat blocks. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So why don't you, why don't you give us an idea for what is in Tome of Foes lore so for an Eladrin? What is an Eladrin, first and foremost, I
1: guess? So the Eladrin are super unique when it comes to the elves just as a a a race i think it's one of the best examples of how what your players choose to play can open doors for you as a dm on what kind of content that you can present to them because the eladrin are really the closest thing to the original elves that we have, the elves were originally hmm. fae creatures that eventually became humanoid creatures, and from there their wanderlust kind of kicked in as they realized that they they felt like they made a big mistake. They tried to find new homes, and that's where they kind of developed into the different cultures that we know of most elves now. But the Eladrin stayed within the fae wild. Uh, that really became. Their home and they're infused with that energy, that fey aspect more so than any of the other elves, and that really comes across with how they shift with the seasons and how it affects their moods and just their behaviors in general.
0: So the Eladrin vary from elves in that their, not just their personality but their physicality changes with the seasons of their mood is that the is that a good way to say it
1: yeah like each each season represents a different kind of state of mind a different mood that they're in and it has some pretty interesting effects on their physicality and just their behavior in general
0: yeah yeah i like in in tomapho's foes it has some images of the of the different eladrin and for the different seasons you know they're the color of their skin changes and a few of their facial characteristics change in spring Eladrin. Their green winter Eladrin are blue skinned, that sort of thing. But I also like that there, it shows that their armor and weapons and gear also changed into those different colors. And you had an interesting thought on yeah. why that might be.
1: So, I mean, you could say that it's just done for the art and it's a better overall representation of thematics where you have everything look like that color scheme or that season but what i like to think of it as is because they're so much more in touch with the fey wild with the kind of wild magic that resides there that because this is gear and equipment that they use every day uh, it's almost become a part of them and when they have enough of a shock to manifest themselves into this new seasonal form it also has a small impact uh physically on the world around them and their gear changes to kind of coincide with that shift in their uh behavior and their physicality and matches their new form
0: it's a very fay
1: thing which i like so um. but yeah these guys are, are are pretty slick and the artwork is the the autumn one to me especially looks really good
0: yeah, yeah, they're great. Um, so getting to the Unearth Arcana article, which actually came out last year, 2017, there's not a whole lot here. So we kind of held off on talking about them for a few reasons, but one of them was because we, as we looked it over, we're like, hey, we need some more data here before we feel like we can really dive into these guys. Now we have that in a way with the Tome of Foes, but let's go ahead and kind of go over what the Unearth Arcana does have. And the first thing that it has is basically gives a nugget of lore and then it gets into the four seasons and it's saying, hey, your Eladrin can transition between these four seasons. And when it transitions, here are some tables for different personality traits and flaws that they might move into when they enter that new season of existence. There's not a whole lot to pick apart here. I like that there's tables because it gives you some thought. But I think that a lot of that those traits and flaws are going to come out during your gameplay at your table with your PC and the DM interactions and with where the story is and the characters are at that point in time.
1: Well, and what I like, what they expanded on when Toma foes came out is the unearthed arcana had the face step. It had the, the kind of cantrips and stuff that they had access to. Yeah. Uh, And it, it definitely had those base, kind of main emotions that each season represents but with the full fleshed out version what i found interesting was that face step was modified based on what season they were in at the mm. time and I think that was a cool little way to spice them up. Uh, it looks to me as though they got rid of the Cantrip based on the season, and instead gave the face Step a bonus effect based on the season. And I thought that was an interesting change and one I kind of
0: like, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, I um, as I'm looking through these traits, the other so a couple of key things to note when it comes to the traits listed in the UA. The first one is that. On the ability score, you're only getting a plus one to one ability. And it's either intelligence or charisma, which is, I think, one of the first times, other than, like, the human or the half-elf variants, that you get a choice. And it's interesting that you get a choice and that you only are getting one a little buff to one, which I think is a little bit weak, especially when you're looking at what all they get aside from that, which isn't much. But it is interesting that you get that choice. It allows you to... Build a more specialized type of elf, which I think is cool. But that—that'd be the first thing that I would notice. And then the other thing is that you do have these shifting seasons cantrips, and depending on what, on what season your eladrin is in, you have a different cantrip that you can grab hold of. And I like that, except I—I I wish that they would have committed a little bit more to the idea of emotional season states within these guys because they basically allow you to, correct me if I'm wrong, but they basically allow you to change your season on a short rest. And I
1: believe it was, if it was short rest in on their I do believe that's a long rest officially in their legal counterpart. However, you can change it pretty much at whatever rest you want. I would like to say as a DM and as a player, I think it's more engaging when you try to use that sparingly based on major impacts you have had within the story and your sessions instead of just changing that willy-nilly in order to to maybe try and min max or power game a little bit. Not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that if that's your style and the rest of the table is fun fine with it. But if you're really going to kind of play these guys as really intended, try to have some more weight behind that decision.
0: So I need to apologize to you, Micah, and to our audience. (laughs) I just now I'm realizing that there is an official ladrin that we can be talking about. And you've probably been talking about this whole time. uh, (laughs) In Toma foes, this whole time I've been looking at their, their bestiary insert and the Unearthed Arcana article, and I had completely missed that they had actually came out with the official race. So I'm I'm on the right track now. I and mean, I- it's a, a relatively <laughs> easy one to, to skip over. It's mixed in
1: there with a very, very short summary on sea elves and the Shadar Kai, but it goes straight into the, the dwarves and stuff. It is a pretty small section right at the end of the rest of the lore
0: stuff. Yeah, you know what's funny? I had the DMG out, actually, for its minute insert about Eladrin in there. And I was like, oh, I can't wait till I pull this out and get to mention it. And it's like, okay, well I'll just close that book <laughs> quietly and, and move on because uh, I look like a fool, but that's fine. Yeah, um, you so. don't look like a fool. Luckily we're not on television. So you only sound like one. I only sound like one. So I guess scrub what I was saying about a choice in ability score, because you guys get a plus one in charisma, which feels even worse than getting a choice. Yeah, um, I
1: still uh I like the <laughs> Unearthed Arcana version of that more. I think it works with the shifting of the season thing where you get to choose. So I actually find the Unearthed Arcana's choice mechanic there on the ability score a little bit more engaging as far as the race goes.
0: And I'm looking here and I'm not even seeing in this table that they can change. No, I'm sure that you would allow them to as a DM, but I'm not seeing it's tucked away
1: oh, in a pair and Yep.
0: Finishing yep. the long rest. There we go. There we go. So at least they took it away from a short rest. Short rest feels like something that's going to be abused. Like, right oh, okay, well, we're going to
1: encounter. It's like, oh, we barely got away. This would be more useful. I'm going to do this.
0: Yep. Oh, this is RP now. We've finished the fight. So I'm going to switch to friends or my illusions. Autumn or spring as opposed to my firebolt was the summer. Like that's the one thing that I would insist if so getting into how we would play these at the table a little bit, that's one thing that I would insist if I was a DM of a player who had one of these guys is I want a really solid reason for why you're shifting, other than this cantrip is better, or I like this face step better, or, you know, X, Y, or Z. I would love for you to come up with a
1: one i th- I think that lends itself to fey magic in general it's wild it's not necessarily controllable, and they're at the whim of their emotions they're not masters of their emotions like yeah. uh, and that ties in with how they each have a very distinct personality. Autumn is kind of the more relaxed, cheerful, good-natured version. Winter is deeper thought, even leaning towards depression and sorrow. Spring is cheerfulness and celebration, the the giddy schoolgirl kind of effect there. Uh, and then summer is boldness and aggression. And there should definitely be an impact to cause you to shift. And there should definitely be an, a, a Shift in how you play those characters after you make that decision.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Now that's
1: not to say a Winter aladrin can't be happy. There's nothing preventing them from experiencing the full range of emotions. But in general, that's they're going to be in a different mindset, and it will take a very significant change to push them into something else. In my opinion, obviously everyone's table. I mean, roll with these guys how you see fit. But I feel like if you really want to play them as intended, I think there definitely need to be some major shifts in order to
0: cause those. Yeah, but I would encourage you to have those major shifts, plan those out into your story. Right, This should have- not be
1: a deterrent from shifting. I think, if anything, it's an encouragement to have those moments where it could trigger one. Yeah. I, I think it's a good incentive to get you more into role play for those moments to be able to present themselves and for storytelling opportunities to really have an impact at the table.
0: So let's 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 wrap this up. Do you have anything else that you want to mention on these guys? Only something really brief.
1: We like tables. We've mentioned it before, but there's a a lot of interesting stuff you can roll up on here. And if you read through the lore, I think it could also give you some decent inspiration. They mentioned that these elves are far more fickle and haughty than most of other elven kind. And many believe that that's because of the influence of the Feywild and that wild magic on them and that they're almost... In a way, a slave to that magic and that emotion, and that they don't necessarily control it all themselves
0: i I like that so the only other thing I have, and I, now that i 'm kind of weighing these two in my mind, I would ask, how do we feel like these this this class lines up with other classes or i'm sorry, this race aligns up with other races that are already published. Do we feel like it it's on par do we do we like it more do we like it less? So
1: I don't know necessarily how good I think it is mechanically, but just from a, it existing in the game at all, in my opinion, it's one of the better sub races. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is because I think it lends itself very well to more engaging role play opportunities. And I think it gives an excuse for the DM to bring in the Feywild, to bring in some other planes just for this player having this race at the table that maybe you wouldn't otherwise get if everyone was just playing an orc and a human or some of the more standard races because these do have very heavy ties with that plane yeah
0: i would agree i would say that on my end if i'm comparing them to elf races that we already have the high elf and the wood elf you know i would have loved to see our Option for ability scores to change have a little bit more flexibility. I think that would have been cool. Um, and if I'm looking at them just just tit for tat, um, I think that they do come in a little bit underwhelming on the mechanic side, but a little bit above above par on or whatever the golf term is there above par, below par, whatever it is for a <laughs> below positive below par would be better. There you go. They come in under par. For role play opportunity. One thing that I always get excited about is when a new, whether it's a subclass or a sub race, something that comes out that sets itself apart from the rest of those other options. That's why I like the drow as an option. You know, I would probably never play one, but I like that it's like, whoa, this is so much different than the other two elves. And I love that now we have that other option on the other side of the board. With these Eladrin and even you know some of the other elves that are introduced in in Tome of Foes, I just to me it's always exciting when you have that increased variety that feels like it allows you to to find your own corner of of the world and build your own unique character there. Yeah, um, so definitely a home run. I I wouldn't I I would be I would be excited if a player came to my table with one of these guys.
1: And the last thing I want to hit on real quick, back to kind of the table thing, Well, they have those tables and you could roll once, those tables exist for every single season. And in my opinion, you should roll on those tables for each season and oh, use yeah. whatever traits you got for that season when you are that season.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would love it if a player was willing to just straight up roll on those tables and take what they got for – changing their season because that to me it's is that and allowing to run and control them more so than the player saying this is what would be advantageous yep and the other thing i like about it is again it's a great
1: opportunity to expand your own abilities as a role player and adapting to different situations and how each different season would handle the different uh, situations you may come
0: across yeah absolutely
1: yeah i think that's it for me uh, if you guys have used them before, if you have thoughts on this, the Unearthed Arcana version, or Zach's use of the DMG snippet, let us know.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks for putting up with me today, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See ya.